Hello, listener. Feel free to skip this episode if at any point you feel uncomfortable with these topics. No hard feelings. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello. This is uh, your co-host, Michelle, speaking, and welcome to another episode of the Share Club podcast um, with our other wonderful host. Gio, that's me. You know who the fuck I am. It's all love, though. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, and... uh, um, you sadly will be receiving this or will listening to this episode a week late, but it's okay. It's sad September, actually. I mean, not I, a week late. It's, gonna it's be not going to be a whole week. But it's like, not? No. Like, this is going to be the quickest turnaround I've ever done an edit. Like, when we done, like, I'll edit this tomorrow. And put okay. It up tomorrow. I yeah. guess. Well, hopefully <laughs> you don't receive this in a week. And it's less time, right, from waiting. Uh, but anyway, th- uh, thank you so much, anyway, for listening uh, and for waiting patiently for this uh, talk about um, our second part of the of the month, or the second week of the month, where we're talking about Japan Sinks 2020. Since for the second week, we do... Uh, I guess, let me bring it back. If this is your first time listening uh, to the Share Club Pod Season 2, since this is the second episode of the se- second season, whoop, whoop, um, you are here uh, where we share about movies, TV, series, slash anime, which is most of the time, um, and music, and anything that's lit, uh, anything that's uh, interesting, reading, manga, books, articles, whatever. Uh, we're the whole box of nerdy here. Um, and Gio's making weird faces. It's okay. I oh, know. I'm <laughs> just living my life. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, before we start talking about Japan 2020 things, oh, and also if you're new here, uh, what ends up going on is that depending on whose pick is who is, I guess, like the host of the co-hosts today. So because this was my pick, uh, I will be, I guess, introducing uh, today's episode. Um, But first of all, we do like a little uh, check-in with each other, and then um, we kind of go into the topic. So um, tell me, Gio, how you've been? Actually, Gio and I have not like really been talking in a while, and not not because I haven't wanted to. It's just school started, y'all, and this shit, like, I thought. Yeah. I mean, I'm Michelle not doesn't that... know this, but I'm mad at Michelle, and so I haven't I haven't been talking to Michelle all week because I was like, fine, you know, school. Mm. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, I I feel like there is a reason for you to be upset at me because last no. night I remembered that I fucked up on something that I told Aiden that I was going to tell you first today. Uh, but uh, from the looks of it, it doesn't seem like he did. You didn't say anything. You don't look like no. No, continue. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess I I will I will now now he's gonna be thinking about what I'm gonna tell him. Hundred percent. I am so sorry. <laughs> I mean, unless it's something I heard yesterday. Hold on, let me put it in a private chat. Uh, it's probably something you did here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. Was... Yeah, I'm very happy for you. I'm not gonna bring that up because okay. I don't know how comfortable you are about that. 
I mean, I don't mind sharing it, but I didn't want to. I'm, I'm not like I'm keeping it on the down low. And then yeah, yesterday, so since he caught me, you know, like slipping. Yeah, <laughs> basically, I was like, ah, shit. I just answered the phone because it's like to me is whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, after a, a couple of seconds, I, uh, I was like, rayos. I, I haven't I haven't told Gio and I was waiting so we could have a conversation oh like not a conversation like a whole I mean it's nothing out of the ordinary right I mean I'm happy for you and I think you like um how can I how can I spin this language to, to keep it vague um uh, I am happy for you and the opportunities that are coming your way okay <laughs> yeah I was like I was like oh like because I couldn't really hear you over the phone but like I could like over Aiden's phone, but like I heard pieces. I was like, oh, that's the first time I heard that. Oh, happy for you. I was like, happy for Michelle. That's cute. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to tell you because I didn't want to just tell you over text. I was like, I want to have a whole conversation uh, about it with you. Listen, so- this is Share Club Pod, but not everything needs to be shared at the same time with everybody. With so everybody, we're gonna move yeah. on from the subject. Yeah, I know, I know. It's okay, guys. It's okay to not want to share some stuff also. Everybody's mm-hmm. got their own private lives going on. And mm-hmm. uh, right now, uh, as it is, we do usually share very personal stuff, but right at the moment, uh, I, I'll i probably like keep y'all in, in suspense mm-hmm. and tell you about it at some point later on. This, one, um, this one's under uh, um, embargo. <laughs> under embargo oh gosh yeah like uh, okay like like with video games and shit oh shit and okay. various other opportunities it's under embargo oh god that's funny all right so aside from that uh geo uh tell me how how you've been the past i guess week and a half mm, or yeah yeah since, <laughs> since we last sort of spoke school is hard like and like i've had since the last time we recorded, I have been a part of two events that, and like, I'm not a suit. I have, I have like the energy of like a social person, but I'm really not. And um, especially when it comes to like people I don't know necessarily, there's like a certain amount of like, you know, like you turn it on for the camera kind of thing, or like you turn it on for like public speaking. And it's the kind of thing I don't like to do because from like I personally like often feel like I'm being disingenuous with a person when I'm doing that and it also feels like it also takes a lot of energy from me to do it especially with like a large group of people um we had a couple I we don't have an official count at least I don't have an official count for that first event but it was a lot of people and we were outside and I was saying the same thing over and over again my brain says 200 people but it might not be have been that many but it was over and over and I was exhausted and then the same thing happened this past Thursday a similar event that was indoors that had that I know the numbers for it that it was 300 people um and that's a lot that's a lot to do there's <laughs> a lot to do and like sure my thing is just hey check in with me but it's they're like hey welcome in you know typing your typing your id for me all right thank you so much enjoy like and doing it over and over again it's a lot of you know it takes a lot (laughs) it takes a lot and then there's the like thinking about the like hey how do i make sure i'm safe in this moment as well um as safe as i can be you know um after the first event i did take a COVID test and i am negative and then i will take another one um, 
I will take another one uh, in this coming week. Um, yeah, I like. I feel fine. Um, I'm taking medication. I actually ran out of medication, um, so we're, I'm waiting for the refill. Dude, um, why you wait till you run out? Oh, Michelle, you assume it's my fault. I was given directive to give seven to ten days notice about my prescription. I gave seven days notice and have not received a refill. They're so dumb. They should have given you the refill already. I think like, it's at ridiculous. Least one. I think it's yeah. definitely ridiculous that when I had an appointment, they didn't just schedule the refill. But exactly, that's that's how it's supposed to be. Like you're you're not there to do their job for them. They're they're supposed to like. Yeah. That's the whole reason you're meeting with them. Damn it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, I have school and like. Uh, it's a large like this is. As far as school is concerned, this is the biggest workload I've had ever as far as for school. And then I also have work. And then there's also Share Club Pod. And there's also the Nerd Core. And there's also Survivors of Flame. And these are all things that are important to me. And, and so I'm trying to figure and, and like trying to figure out, you know, and relaxing and therapy and psychiatry. So it's just it's just a lot sometimes. And but I'm working on I'm trying to, you know keep it all in balance and oh and family obligations i've had two family obligations in the last two weeks i got one one was last sunday and i have another one tonight and so that takes time it takes time away from me to do to do other stuff because family said you need to do this mm. so i'm annoyed how frustrating no it, it it's real it's real geo like and and then just topping it off with like just personal stuff is that's that's kind of where it get where it gets us all um what is this weird circle on my computer oh there you go it's gone it's ringworm your computer has ringworm congratulations uh, uh, <laughs> okay. I, I don't know why what's going on with my computer that is strange i know oh i've been see one thing that has been helping like like me i mean it takes time but it's also the thing i've been enjoying is like um I've, i have caught all the way up to vampire the masquerade la by night which is a uh, actual play show um using the vampire the masquerade system so there's like vampires and like they're different like clans and stuff and so there's like political entry going on and like a lot of like heavy role play where i'm like is this person being genuine right now or are they faking be like are they faking being genuine are they going to use this information for their own advantage like where is this person coming from and like i was so excited that i was like oh, i have to i was like i got i i have no one i i don't know anybody else watching this show no one in my life is watching the show and so i ended up tweeting like a whole thing about it last week because i just was so fucking like what the fuck what the fuck? I like, cause I, I watch it in pieces, you know, watch it for a while and then take a break and then watch it for a while. But like, I ended up binge watching it last weekend, binge watching a few episodes last weekend. And when I say like a few episodes, I'm saying like five, six hours. <laughs> um, because the episodes are like two and a half, three hours long. Um, and, but like, I was, I was working, working on this stuff and like listening to it and then like had to leave, pause and then come back to it. And then I was like, oh shit. He really got her cl- crying in the club right now. I'm so impressed. <laughs> Started typing, and then as I was typing, I was like, "Wait, 
what are the political machinations going on in the scene? Oh fuck. <laughs> this show's so good. It takes all of my it takes a lot of my energy to to concentrate on like the pieces of this show, putting the pieces together, especially as like a piece of storytelling that is not just saying saying one thing throughout a season or throughout an episode. It's everything there are like a lot of things spinning out and then spinning back in. And then I'm like being like, oh shit, that's from season one. I didn't know that was ever gonna come back in. Holy fuck. So like I'm really, yeah, it I'm down bad. Okay. Like I need somebody to talk to show with. If I knew somebody to talk to show with, you would best believe I would I would force them on a Patreon. But I don't I don't have anybody. <laughs> Gio, I mean, I I am very sorry because you keep telling me to watch stuff too, but I I've been just no, you're busy. I am busy. very very freaking busy, guys. Like I, so several I guess several things. Um, I think last time you all saw saw me with braces, so I have braces. I got to be traveling back to Mexico one. Uh, so those weekends, uh, they get pretty heavy because i have to travel right um last week last friday was my friend's uh my friend kimberly's um service and that was something to um it was it was so much going on that weekend uh finally you know i came back but i was so behind on school sadly and i thought that i was going to use this past week to catch up but you know what, y'all? Like being a T being a graduate student worker, like I thought I got overworked before. This is a whole other level of like uh I don't know, like labor. What what is it called? Like whenever you get oh, overworking, yeah. Like they they overwork you really bad. And some institutions are better than others to paying their their uh graduate students, but I'm not getting paid enough for this shit. Um, just uh, for this, I guess, quick, this semester, I am TAing for three courses uh, with a total of 240 students. Um, and I am dividing it with another TA, but that's still 120 students that I have to deal with on my own. Um, and so just in the last week, I think I've responded to over 50 maybe 60 emails i i'd like dare to say 100 emails from just students constantly asking me the same things over and over again and like questions that like was i really that you know did i ask that many questions when i was a freshman i i'd like Not you i'd like to think <laughs> i did the syllabus. It. exactly i read the freaking syllabus and i not only that i also like because we you we use like um what is it like a learning system or school system? I don't know what it's called. It has like a specific name, Canvas, Blackboard, mm -hmm. those Story shits. Fuck, yeah. yeah, they have a name. Um, and so I mean, I feel like when I when I tried to like I would try not to ask questions, right? Unless I really, really didn't know the answer to them. And so as an intelligent being, you know, I decided to investigate things on my own. So I like click around Canvas and Blackboard or whatever to figure out where things were. And so these students don't even know how to click a tab. It's like, you cannot tell me you don't know how to use a computer. You literally were born in this age. You the were like raised. It's yeah, because it's really wild to me that like we have we have so much power at our fingertips. 
and like access to information and like yet and still we that where we go to is to depend on another person's answer or like somebody else's information instead of just finding out for ourselves I know. and I, yeah but like freshmen are new they'll figure it out or they won't it's like open your <laughs> millennial bible to page google y'all like Gio said open your damn millennial bible to page google and yeah. search whatever the hell you're trying to look for i mean sadly you know uh, I mean, and you cannot tell me they don't do this on other things because everybody's so quick to use Google for everything except when it comes to, like, school for some reason or, or like, at least for, like, simple things like this. Anyway, the point is that I've had to answer so many emails. I haven't been able to read at least one article for any of my classes so far. I have three of them. And I I was able to read, like, one chapter last week for a class that i had to this week i've had to, i had to read the whole book i've had to read like two books completely almost for two of my classes and i i wasn't able to because i've been answering emails and it's kind of like i told my professor like hey wednesdays are my counseling days i can't like be on my computer wednesdays and last wednesday after like in the morning before counseling and after counseling i was in my computer this whole freaking week I've been in front of the computer answering emails, answering questions. And then the professor understands, but he's just like, it's just going to be the first two weeks. Don't worry about it. I'm like, yeah, but now I'm going to be two weeks behind on everything else. If it were not for my accommodations, I'd be in big trouble. Like, I I feel if it weren't for the kindness of the professors that I have right now telling me, like, I think, I don't know if I told you, but my history professor, the one I'm, I'm, um, for this semester, I told them like, hey, um, that one I was supposed to read the whole book for that I ended up not being able to. Um, the I told them, hey, I'm sorry, like I wasn't able to turn in the essay for last week and I haven't even started writing it either. Um, and so he said, well, I mean, we're graduate, you're graduate students. Uh, the point here is just that you turn in stuff in. So what do you want, like 30 days to turn it in? Because I had put a week. And he said, you want 30 days or, you know, better yet, like I did this for last semester for an, I, I did this for a student some time ago. As long as you turn in all 13 essays by the end of the semester, you're fine. I'm like, sir, do not I give me that. that much power. I do love that, though, like to be like, OK, I'm going to do my best to meet the requirement. But if I get it all done by the end, then we're golden. Or that like this will be the this will be the grade I get if I get it all done. Because I had a similar deal with a professor who was very kind um, for my creative writing class in the spring that did a similar thing of like me being like, I'm struggling so bad and like I'm trying to figure it out and I'm trying to get therapy and I'm trying to do, I'm still working on accommodations. They won't fucking answer the phone. And I'm working on, they're like, okay, like Geo, I know I like, it wouldn't be fair to just like disregard these assignments. So let's do this. If you use these assignments and you turn them in, then this is the grade you will get. I won't even look at the math. This will just be what the grade you get. And that was, yeah, like, much love to those professors who un who understand what the fuck is going on. Like, this shit is hard, especially now. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's so frustrating because a lot of these people, I'm a second-year PhD student now, guys. A fucking second year. Tell me, do I know anything about being a second year? No, I, I'm a freshman. To me, I am still a first year. I did not experience any of this shit. And so I'm walking in into this, this department, 
for the first time. I mean, I've been on campus before, but not like this in class, like person in in person classes, and talking to these people, and it it's just like it feels all new all over again, because you know I I might have seen all of these people like on the computer, but it's not the same. Like yesterday, I was able to follow, I was saying follow, but like walk with one of my professors at the end of class to talk about like maybe a potential mentorship, you know? And like, I wasn't able to do that last year. Like I missed out on a lot of, I guess, things to advance, I guess, on my research and my thesis. And I'm scared that now I'm I'm gonna do it. Okay, well, <sighs> breathe, Michelle. One thing at a time, yeah. one thing at a time. The point is that I was very stressed. I've been very stressed about my schoolwork and my progress in this damn department. Um, and I still need to deal with uh, 17, 18 year olds telling me that they don't know how to find a YouTube video. And so it's, yeah. So it's, it, it's kind of like, I mean, I know you grew up you didn't grow up like watching YouTube, like maybe the people in our age, but it's it's available. You know, there's so many things you can find on Google. Uh, How nice yeah. it is to have the privilege to be to have the first place you go to to be someone else's hand instead of having being forced to look up. Like, let's be real, Michelle. You and I got trauma. Did nobody? There wasn't nobody to really hold our hands for a lot of shit. So it's for like, real? If, if you didn't, if you couldn't figure it out, your ass was grass. <laughs> Dude, I I like I realized how much privilege was in that room that first day I was in class because I, mm. I only have to TA oh like I have to TA for all classes but I don't have to go to all classes oh and let me I don't know if I mentioned this but at least from all three classes at least twenty people have COVID positive COVID and so that's why all of the classes are now being online and they're not gonna like since last week since the first week of school this whole week was online completely and next week's also going to be online and it's not going to get back to being in person until the third i think he said like the 17th or something which is just a whole other week but Ooh. see like and and just like that one day the first day the professor was giving the introduction it was like okay who here who here has parents uh that went to college or like yeah, that at least have one parent that went to college. And I'm not going to lie, out of the probably 100 students that were in there, maybe like five of them did not raise their hand. Mm -hmm. So, and, and the professor made it clear, it's like, well, who of you are like a first generation? Is this your first time? Oh, like your parents didn't. And I, I, I even raised my hand. I was like, mm -hmm. you know, the professor, I, and like five maybe six other students in the class were first gen. And so like, that's what pisses me off even more. I'm like, you cannot tell me you don't know how to, you don't know how to do this. If your parents have a college degree, they did some, you y'all know some. And so it just, I don't know. It's just like really frustrating how like much privilege these people have. And then they don't, they don't even know how to write an email. Like, anyway, I'm going to stop ranting <laughs> because I am really frustrated about this. Um, and so I think we've kind of gone a little over talking about all of this. Um, uh, let's see. All right. Well, I'm pretty sure you guys are not going to hear this. Uh, 
Geo kind of ran out because his computer froze. But anyway, uh, so the point is, I am very frustrated uh, because these students can't even write a freaking email or address me properly. Um, yeah, I am. I am hoping that it turns around uh, soon. And next week, I don't get as many emails because supposedly the professor said that it's just the first two weeks because they're trying to figure out how stuff works. Um, and grading is going to be interesting because the professor wants me to do it on like Excel sheets and stuff. So um, I don't know how that's going to happen for all my other classes. I just I need to do little assignments, but we'll see how that how that goes uh but yeah so i think i went overboard on all this rant it turned into a huge rant about <laughs> it's a lot man it's a lot <laughs> i have so much going on i mean and like what a of all the shows we could be talking about today what an interesting show to choose about like the point is that like this shit is this shit is hard but it's important to keep moving forward. Michelle, would you like to read the Wikipedia for Japan Sinks 2020? Yeah, let me tell y'all. I that whole week, like the week we decided to do this Japan Sinks. Uh and we still need to do that that review with uh with Burke, the one for Tokyo magnitude. Yeah, that's coming um, later this month. Yeah. Yeah, which will be coming up later this month. Um and you know, Michelle just likes uh natural disaster, grim, uh anime things that have to do I, I mean I'm just a junkie for natural disasters for some reason. Um and you know, a lot of I mean you've seen this if you're listening to this, if you're not, people die, you know, and, and like the recent death of my friend like just made it did not make any of this easier but um it was a very interesting week but here we go so japan sinks um oh shoot sorry i put the wrong link <laughs> <laughs> wikipedia why you do this to me uh japan sinks 2020 why is it on fandom uh it's because I, I clicked on the Japan 6 2020. Uh-oh. Wikipedia. Yeah, it says it's a novel. It's a novel. Yeah, scroll down because you have to click to the anime section. Ah, here we yeah. go. <laughs> Sorry, I don't use Wikipedia that often, so I, I didn't know that this was a thing. Yeah, anyway. I happened to open this before. Okay, okay. So it says... Um, I didn't know this. Japan Sinks is actually from a novel, and then it became uh, Netflix made it an anime adaptation, which is really interesting. Um, but okay, so the we're talking about the anime uh, this time. So an original net animation, uh, ONA anime series uh, adaptation of the novel was announced on October 9th, 2019. The series, titled Japan Sinks 2020, was animated by Science uh, Saru with Pyongyang Ho served as the series director and Masaki Yusa as director. Toshio uh, Yoshita Yoshitaka hand, handled the series composition. 
Naoyawada designed the characters and Kensuke Ushio composed the series music. Yuko Sasaki, Reina Ueda, and Tomo Muranaka are credited with staring, starring, starring roles. It was released worldwide by Netflix on July 9, 2020. A film uh, compilation version of the series was subsequently released in Japan theaters on November 13, 2020. What? There's a film? I guess they made it into a movie. Oh, they put it all into a movie. Okay. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. It's only ten episodes. It wasn't it wasn't that long. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean <laughs> it, it's cause there were ten episodes and they're all like twenty five minutes long. And yeah. that's including the ending and the in the um, what's it called? The intro and the yeah, ending. But not very long. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how, like, I, I'm sure they did well with the film compilation version, but to me it's, like, the moment of, like, sitting with the with the characters in the, after, like, after those moments, and those, like, moments where it's just the music and you're just driving and you're, like, fuck. Like, those are, like, really powerful moments to me. Yeah, or, like, where they fucking end every single episode. <laughs> like, you need to keep watching. It's just so frustrating. <laughs> Oh, God. But anyway, so the summary of this is that shortly after 2020 Tokyo Olympics, a major earthquake hit Japan. Amidst the chaos, the Muto siblings, uh, Muto, yeah, sibling Ayumu, a middle school student and track and field athlete, and her younger brother, Go, an elementary schooler and video game enthusiast, attempted to escape the city with their family and friends. However, the sinking Japanese archipelago. 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 Uh, complicated their escape. Plunged into extreme conditions, the Muto siblings believe in the future and acquire the strength to survive with utmost effort. Um, so this this series, like, I watched it when it came out. Like, as soon as it came out, the first time I watched this was when it came out. And I thought it was a movie. Like, I actually thought it was a movie when I first started watching it. Um, and it was like, it was, it was around, cause this was in July, 2020. Yeah, so the pandemic, pandemic had already hit the pandemic had already hit and we we're all like at home doing nothing. And so that night, yeah, quote unquote, doing nothing. Uh, and I remember we were, it was, I started watching it after like a live show with the nerdcore, and I was like, oh, I'm just going to watch this. Like it doesn't. It's only going to be a few hours. Maybe I either there was a live show or it was like an early, we finished early or something. And I said, oh, I'm just going to watch it and I'm going to go to sleep like midnight or something. <laughs> Soon did I realize that it was a series, a short series, and it only had 10 episodes. And I said, well, fuck it. I'm just going to mm -hmm. watch it all. And I binged it that one time. Like I binged all 10 episodes. I slept like at four in the morning. I don't remember three in the morning maybe how long uh, the 10 episodes uh, like the whole compilement of them are um, and I cried so many times I I was this it, it reminded me of Game of Thrones and like but anyway before I tell you everything I want to know what Gio thinks first like in a whole overall please tell me what you think about Japan Sinks 2020 and I guess uh what what first first what you thought this was gonna be about i mean i know kind of you might have heard about it already uh and then i guess your overall thoughts about it 
I'm really intrigued. After watching Tokyo Magnitude 8.0, I was definitely hoping that it would not be that. Um, and so I was like, okay, so Misaki Yuasa, Misaki Yuasa might bring that gas. And then, like, I started watching, and, like, it started happening, like, the minute, like, the inside, I can, the minute, like, the earthquake, that first rumble, the earthquake hits, I was like, and they're all, like, in the, like, changing room, and it goes like, Boom! I was like, thank you, thank you, Misaki Yuasa. I was like, you're not afraid to show me some fucking blood, because there's no, you can't tell me people aren't dying. Like, yes blood gore and i was like oh you got that gas and i was like yes this is what i want this is what i want and then it kept going i was like Woo! Woo! and then like and then it like shifted to like moments where i was like damn that's rough i was like damn that's like i was like wow like the like lack of fear of like like you know there's there's the like you know you play it safe and you tell the like 2012 blah 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 bullshit kind of shit but i'm like no like give me give me the bleak give me the bleak give me what i want which is hope punk give me all of that grim dark shit of you like the world should be hopeless and be like yeah but fuck that i'm a hope anyway and that's what i got and so like i cried a couple times and it culminated to the end the last episode of me like crying for the entire like I looked up the track that that tra- like one of the tracks that like plays at the end, and I play I I know I know I cried that entire track, that entire track. I was just like, oh my god, oh my god! Like I'm like I'm like this is literally the words that came out of my mouth. I'm like, and I was watching it on my phone. I was like, oh, oh, oh! It was, it was so good. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> it it was de- it was it's a really great anime like i feel like it has a little bit of everything um and and it really shows you know the, the real life of things i feel that you know one moment it's all good and then in the next it can't and like it it isn't you know mm. and just the whole I don't know, like the the moment this like the the creator, you know, decided things to stop going well were just kind of like the moments where you thought everything was gonna be fine, and it's it just I, there were so many emotions going on on everything, and I the second time, the second time it took me a little bit to watch um, compared to the first time because, like I said, I was I'm. I was still mourning my friend and everything was going on. And after Tokyo Magnitude 2, uh, like 8.0, I was also kind of like, Michelle, why you do this to yourself? Mm-hmm. Um, but it was still, it was still pretty great. Um, I feel like Tokyo Magnitude not only talks about, uh, you know, what society or like what could happen on a natural disaster like what life could bring you but it also talks a a lot about like culture racism technology like it talks about drugs like it talks about like it it brings up a lot of like uh really like good topics i guess of conversation mourning um you know spiritual things religion uh 
addictions like it has it has a little bit of everything in it and so that's why i really enjoyed it there is like i i thought it was really funny i was think i was watching like because i was doing my own stuff and i was listening in the background because i actually was listening to it in english and then i'd switch it back to japanese whenever i'd like uh straight up like look at it and uh, i will start watching it completely and and then i know like to tell you like to the oh, i was cool. so busy y'all yeah. that i even like listen to this in english like tell me when michelle will ever watch an anime in english i don't like you, you book so <laughs> you book so bad about english it's all right it's okay it, it wasn't it wasn't too bad it wasn't too bad but i mean like for me to to choose to put it like that i was i was just that busy but anyway there's like this one part where it says like dang i'm not gonna get my amazon my amazon package and then and then i was like well knowing amazon they'll deliver anyway <laughs> they'll bring a boat by amazon. <laughs> yeah it's just like just bringing all these uh, all these really like funny moments and and like these really like bleak moments and just i don't know it's just like I love that there were like no boundaries on things to talk about or mention in this anime. Um, it's just it, it was it was a lot. It was really cool. But anyway, I'm gonna stop. Tell me, Gio, what else? You had some questions, or you had like some yeah. Stuff so you I wanted to, to say that like for like Yuasa, like you know, we watched Devil Man Cry Baby. That's also Misaki Yuasa, and like that didn't hold up for me. <laughs> um, but like I feel like here in a in a in a like where with devil man crybaby we get like a lot of like really gross graphic depictions of things and like and it doesn't like doesn't really help this like it deters the story and like the story itself is truly grimdark um this there are those moments of like there are like graphic, there are moments of like that are like relatively graphic, um, but more like tragic or like, like the, like, I feel like this story works better for Masaki Yuasa to adapt than Devilman, than, than like to adapt and then like actualize something like, like, like Devilman Crybaby. Cause with Devilman Crybaby, the whole, what Yuasa's vision was for that was. I'm going to adapt this to the modern day, but also do the stuff that, that the original person couldn't do because of restrictions. With this, it feels like Yoasa, like, like maybe even got better at adaptation um, because it very much brings this, I don't like brings this forward and also like, doesn't do super gross stuff with it. Like every moment feels like, it feels valid like there's nothing where i'm like oh this is weird because of the teenager i'm like oh like i mean there's weird shots always but like i think some of that might i learned recently like the animators will like fake walk like will fake their way out of having to animate somebody walking mm -hmm. um by um doing like that weird shot of like the like the back shot like the lower back shot and like there's some of those there, and there's still like is is anime. There's still moments where I'm like, okay, you didn't have to. That's not where the camera needs to be. Uh, but I uh, I also like like these moments of like people are rough and making their choices, and people are, are like 
like it like I was almost interested like for a moment I was like are we just not gonna address the fact that this man fucking blew up by a mine and then like five minutes in it go she like fully goes into like the like you know how like a toddler starts being like it's hot instead of going like it's hot we'll just like stop and like crouch down but Ayu Ayumu does that shit and like they have the whole like argument like mom mom and daughter and I was like this is this like these family dynamics feel so real Mm-hmm. And like, of course, this is the way you're dealing with this because you can't stop and stop. You have to keep moving. And and I, I love like <laughs> there is no arc in this show where I don't feel like it was set up and paid off. Every single arc felt like it was set up and paid off. Like it, like all of it was interesting to me. And then also I got like surprises of like. Uh, like kite being transgender like that was like i did not know that was happening it was exciting to see and i was like it's so in i'm like and like it wasn't like oh big deal kite is transgender it was like okay we're dealing with this person's life it's like yeah they were transgender well so what keep moving that doesn't change who the fact he is he wants to be he wants to be the best he does not want anybody to limit him and he's gonna push all the way out I fucking love that. <laughs> I fucking love every arc. Every arc. I love all of them. You know, and I hadn't <laughs> noticed that about Kite until the second time I saw mm-hmm. it. Because of that last scene that we see of him when I, when he was a kid. Yeah, uh, like the with- scrapbook. Like the archive of like people's lives from Japan before. Oh, Dude, I'm telling you. Chills. 12 minutes and 58 seconds. I cried the whole fucking time. The whole oh, I'm getting chills just remembering. It was it was so it was so good. What's I your favorite character. Oh, <laughs> that's a like that's a hard one. Um, I think <laughs> I don't know. I don't I don't okay. know. I maybe are you most mom? Difficult question. Ayumu's mom, um, uh, Maria, um, Mary, Mari, 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 yeah, Mari's like, she really like kept it together for everybody. Yeah. She held it down. She held it down for every single one of them until the very. And yeah, very- she was tough like the whole time, and like, and not in like a toxic tough either of like, you know, someone being a provider. It could be, they can be like, can have that toxic energy of being like, I have to be the mother and the father in the situation. And like, I'm not going to give you the love you feel it. Like, I like Mari feels like she's still showing love. Like, she's like, we still have to keep going. But like, I'm and like being like, I, I'm grieving him too. Like, I like the fact that like on the compound, um, they get like Mar- uh, Mari and Ayumu get to have that moment of like, let me do your hair and like we're gonna cry together and like being like, hey, like I miss him too and like we're but we're all gonna figure this shit out. Like I fucking I live for that. Um, I I can't like I it is really hard to ask the question, but it is really hard. It is really hard. <laughs> It might be kite. I think it's kite. It's it's fully kite. But like, what's it? Um, what's it? Koga. Koga's the runner, right? Yeah. I fucking that was like my. I like love that part a lot of just like that. 
That scene. He's like, I'm gonna pass you the. But like at first he said, I'm gonna do it. And I was like, okay, he really thinks he's gonna do it. And then he's like, I'm gonna pass you the pound. I was like, no, he knows he's not gonna succeed and he's gonna do it anyway because it's what needs to be done. And I was like, wow, for this to be the culmination, he like fucking do the motif of the music, like yes. playing and like the way it like, like I look at the soundtrack and I was like, wow, these have different titles, but it's just the same use of the same like five set like five, same beat over and over again either being like played in major or minor or electronic is just playing it over and over again of like this is the moment and like i'm like oh is this gonna be a happy moment is this gonna be a sad moment and like the pace like when we first get it with the minefield and like it being like slow and then it like wraps up and then he goes oh it was like, you got to be kidding me <laughs> and he goes Brandon, look at ours like this whole crew, this whole crew had their shit together. Like everybody was ready. It, like it was all, it's all amazing. Um, it was great. I loved it. I loved all of it. Kite's my favorite. Um, but like that's not in any way to me saying that like nobody that nobody was bad, that anybody was bad. Everybody was every everybody character part. Everybody, even like the cultists, even even the my god, the kid talking for the first time. And like, they'd be like, well, <laughs> oh my God. And it was all so good. And it was also like, there were also like cool moments where I'm like, okay, like this is cool. This is good action. These are, this is good. Like, it's almost like the fact that like Yuasa, like the fact that like the animation style of Saiyan Saru, that like it takes after Yuasa's animation style, the fact that like, it's not as like prim and polished as like the average anime. Like I feel like it served to the real to the realism of like me being like invested in this mm-hmm. in this show so much of like we got the music, we got the characters, like and like it's not super bleak. I've like the Amazon Blade of the Immortal, I will say it every time. That show was so bleak that like I had to stop. Like I like bleak shit, but like the the fact that like this show, Japan Sinks always comes back to a moment of hey we're gonna keep going and hey we're gonna keep hoping something terrible has happened yet again but we're not but we're not gonna stop we can't stop we won't stop and we're gonna keep going because not going means losing it means dying uh like the i like it the fact that they keep going back to that hope is like what makes all of like the tragedy of the show work for me Mm-hmm. Because what's trad like? What's the point of me sitting through five hours of bad things happening to somebody if it's not to say something about society, um, or if like, especially oh my god, the, oh my god, the way it culminates into the fucking rap song about Japan, dude, that that part was amazing. I love that. I cried. I cried. I said, "You also did bring. You also brought the fucking rap. Brought the fucking rap back." I was like, "Oh, he's it's so good. It's so good, Michelle. Thank you. Yay! I'm so happy you liked it. It's so it, good. It was. It was amazing. Oh gosh." I I have I have like two questions, but they're more mm-hmm. like about the end. So I don't know if you want 
You Let's wanna... do it. Let's do it. We're almost out of time. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, do you think Kite is alive? Yes. Yeah, because we see him in the stadium. Was that yeah. really Because he had he had the hair, he had the hat, and he had the symbol, and the face was covered, as in like, a, I'll never tell. I was like, this dude, he survived, and he said, I'm just gonna like, he's like, it's almost like for him, he's like, I've got like all this like interesting and fascination and stuff. And like, I, I know I'm, I'm capable of the limits. I'm like, I, I've pushed the limits as far as I can. And like, I did, I've done some things that are clearly impossible and incredible. I, and I feel like for him, he's like, I can, I can leave some of this to an expert to literally the expert to do some of this as well. And so like, I get to like, not have to be the person on camera like I could just like live my life and just like go and enjoy the moments I want to be at, and I fucking love that a lot. Oh my god, the like birthday video! I cried. Oh yeah, <laughs> birthday then, video! Like, everybody's like, surprise, happy birthday! And I was like, oh, you're all dead. <laughs> it's so good. It's, okay, yeah, the, yeah. So yes, I think Kite is alive. I think yeah, I think Kite like. He has reached, like, when, if you're, like, a thrill chaser and, like, an answer seeker and, like, you go through the fucking sinking of an, of an entire country, you know, you're, like, you don't get much better than that. <laughs> Dude, did you, uh, did you think that he was going to, like, leave them when he found the, you know, that, that last part where he gets, um... Nah. I was like, he's got a plan. He's going to do something. Because, like, he did, like, I'm like, Kite's not the type to lie. So, like, when he, like, when he started, he was like, I think he was like, I'll be back or something. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I believed him. I thought he was going to fail, honestly. I thought he was going to fail. But then I was like, he's pushing too hard. He's pushing so hard. I was like, e- whether he fails or not, the fact that he is consistent with who he is, is like, like, you know, there's a certain amount of that that is problematic of, like, thinking you can move heaven and earth no matter what there's a problem with that but like I think that's also like the self-assuredness of like I have created like my entire life I have devoted to being able to solve the, my own problems and like and like to learn more and like even though there's like the, e- the like ego and narcissism to be like I'm right I'm never wrong you understand me I'm never wrong wake the fuck up I'm never wrong dude that moment <laughs> I was like bitch like, like you on, really dog. got it happen to you like good like he got lucky I was like I was like he finna look but like imagine him like in that moment being wrong for the first time in a long like at least in a long time that would have been that would have been like really devastating to him but for it to be like it worked out god damn it wake up and then being like well what's it he goes my luck will hold like even he knows that like it's not just like him being like moving heaven and earth on his own it's Mm -hmm. like i got lucky i'm a kite in the wind baby i'm just gonna keep flying and i oh it's so good (laughs) yay i'm so excited that you that you liked it so much Okay, so I mean, my I guess one of my my last question was that um, I'm pretty sure you did notice it, but um, how did you feel or about like you know those 
narrations at the end, like from the archives and stuff mm -hmm. that we heard. Did yeah. you notice that those were the same ones that we've yeah. been listening from the beginning? Yeah, I was like, shit, that's awesome. Because I thought, because when I, you know, because they play the role of like before the end, like when they play the role, I'm like, oh, this is like a flash to the past of like, you know, we thought we'd be fine. And then it is juxtaposing with a moment where like, oh, we're not fine or something. And like it being like, oh, these are archives from the past. So like the fact that like these are things that actually exist in the world. I was like, this is, it, you know, I, I love, I have, I enjoy a great story and I, I enjoy great devices for story. And like, it always fascinates me the, the different avenues people choose to go in order to tell the story and like the, in, the innovation of storytelling. We've been doing this since the, the dawn of humanity and we still come up with creative ways to do the same shit over and over again. I fucking love it. It's, it's so good <laughs> it's so good it's amazing it's incredible it it, it really it really was it was a really <laughs> for those of you that are not patrons yet you're not seeing how geo is just like squirming in his space like, he's waited, just like i have had to i have waited and like oh i waited a week talk about this and like i was worried i was gonna run out of things to like to, things to actually say and like not have the energy to actually be excited about this show i fucking love this show high watermarks all around i fucking love this like i loved it i love the whole thing you know there were a few things that i not that i didn't like but i found strange I think it's because uh, I mean you're probably used to it because you like the creator, but there are like those those parts where their faces look kind of weird, or like they're just drawn, which makes sense. I feel like that's how our faces would look if we were in that situation. <laughs> but I found it really interesting how it would switch from like a sort like the animation would switch depending on like the situation, because I feel like throughout the whole anime we don't keep a single like way i guess of animating the series the series um yeah. like there's... i think it like like we had that with castlevania too of like especially in like the final season i'm like okay we're switching to like action mode and so like the look of the whole animating state is, is different you know like i think it's good like i like it but it, it does throw, throw you off sometimes yeah because sometimes it looks like for example for those of you looking at this video like in this scene like it looks like it's just you know just some some little it, it's not like i guess as definitive or i don't know what the word is for like doesn't have a yeah. lot of um it's not like um, super detailed and defined detailed features. yes yes def like detailed and then it gets to a point where it's just i mean not gonna say regular anime but the the type of our our art that uh what's the creator's name um yuasa yuasa like that yuasa did the same thing for devilman crybaby i think that's when i told you i'm like i've seen this sort of animation before mm -hmm. and it was and it was from devil uh, i mean from japan sinks 2020 and then there's like those moments where they're just like in horror that have extremely detailed like facial features uh that are that like throw me off for a little bit but i'm like that's definitely how like horrified i would look i feel and so i feel like sometimes they'll make those those moments made it really real uh i guess to kind of think about 
or like to experience um but yeah it was that that last part everything is just it was just so great i want everybody to watch this because <laughs> it's not even that long of an anime either uh if you yeah. want to just and and the episodes are short i think the longest one was like 35 minutes right or something like that yeah like get like once you once you like once you're like it shouldn't take you long to get hooked and once you're hooked you're like like i was like fuck i have to like i have to pause i have to pause so i can get the class <laughs> yeah um i think i i do need to cut us off because we're at like we're out of time and I personally need to finish the last volume. <laughs> so, oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Alrighty. Well guys, um, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the share club pod. Um, it's, it's nice uh, talking to y'all about anime and giving us another reason to, to talk about stuff we love. Um, and Gio, tell us where they can find you. You can find me in the club. No, I'm kidding. You can find me on, oh, well, in the Share Club Pod. Haha. <laughs> Share Club Pod. Get it? <laughs> the club. Anyway, yeah, I saved that. You can find me on Twitter at MediaMarter17. That's M E D I A M A R T Y R 17 on Twitter. Um, uh, link tree in the description for all the places I am on the internet, um, including Survivors of Flame, a DD 5E actual play show um, where I am the Dungeon Master. Uh, Michelle is playing Luna Limbra, uh, the uh, Kalistar Paladin. Um, Brad, uh, hashtag invite Brad, is playing Yodar the Hermit, the Dwarf Monk. Um, A.K. Almumen, who will get on this podcast soon, one day, hopefully season three, um, playing Feyruz Haddad, the uh, half-elf warlock. Um, and we have Marcel. I don't know if Marcel wants me to say Marcel's last name. Uh, we have Marcel playing um jazz duvale the half elf artificer um and yeah we we play every two weeks um at the time of this recording we have had three sessions so far and session four will be coming out september 22nd that's Ooh. a wednesday at 8 30 p.m central daylight time um these episodes are also available on my youtube channel in a playlist titled survivors of flame um we're really excited we're really happy to have you um, listening to our uh, shenanigans. And it's, it makes my dreams come true. So, yeah. Oh, well, thank you again, everybody, for listening. Um, and, yeah, so uh, catch us for our next episode where we will be talking about Hunter Hunter. <laughs> finally, with our amazing guest, Aiden Kosick. Uh who was the one who made us watch uh, Hunter Hunter and like get invested into the whole Hunter Hunter universe. Um, and so, uh, yes, uh, you can also find me on Twitter as Queen Weave with three E's on Queen and three E's on Weave. Um, and anywhere, you know, you listen to podcasts to listen to us here. Um, and with that said, uh, remember uh, to sharing is caring and it makes the whole world go around. Uh, and to take care of yourself, you're doing the best you can. Um, all right, this weeps out, y'all. In broadcast. And broadcast.